listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Imagine smoking weed in the streets without cops harassing. Imagine going to court with no trial. Lifestyle crews cruising blue Bahama waters no welfare supporters more conscious of the way we raise our daughters days are shorter nights are colder feeling like life is over these snakes strike like cobra the world's hot my son got knocked evidently it's elementary they want us all gone eventually trooping out of state for a plate knowledge of coke was cooked without garbage we all we'd all have the top dollars imagine everybody flashing fashion designer clothes lacing your click up with diamond vogues hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house saturday morning uh afternoon because mm-hmm. we had to go see my niece play some basketball yes yes and she was playing defense and everything she was out there balling mm-hmm. got a couple shots up got a couple shots up um keeping it in the family you know uh it's basically a moral tradition get out there on the court on a saturday and uh you know get elbowed in the face if you got to you know <laughs> she took that personal too yeah uh, the daddy was hilarious the daddy was like uh tough it up girl <laughs> yeah she did she did toughen up and that was cool you know got elbowed in the face uh cried a little bit and uh got right back in there and dribbled the ball at the court uh, yes she it. did um but yes the blackout tips podcast you find us on itunes stitcher radio search the blackout tips also the blackout com. you can go there uh sign up to be a premium member you can donate to the show uh you can leave us voicemails and e- uh, emails and uh all that contact information comments on the website you know the blackouttips.com slash about gives you all the contact info and just you know we put up a post for each and every episode of the show so that you guys can go and uh check out you know the latest um stuff and leave us comments on it you mm-hmm. know all we ask is you try to keep your stuff relevant to the show um and that you uh you know keep your voicemails three minutes or less you mm. know stuff like that mm-hmm. um and you know for premium people i mean it's been a busy week you know yes it has uh the nerd out 47 fuck hawkeye that mm-hmm. came out yes it did uh age of uh ultron review sport movie review with me and karen Mm-hmm. uh that came out uh ex machina we spoiled movie reviewed that shit too um we like both of those films by the way yes we did uh and balls d sports 100 paul pierce petty uh that came up so you know we, we we try to you know we try to get in there and give everybody something uh to uh you know to listen to man uh so glad that people are enjoying that glad that people are giving us feedback on that stuff and uh yes enjoying it um yes and kudos to uh you and justin for reaching 100 regular yeah. podcasts don't even reach 100 yeah man our spinoff show balls d sports is officially 100 episodes mm-hmm. uh which you know is cool as shit a lot like karen said it's a lot of podcast that you know people do it every day or right. do it all the time and they won't make a hundred episodes and our spinoff show made a hundred episodes and mm-hmm. i'm proud of it and uh you know proud of our fans for supporting us i mean without them supporting us we wouldn't be able to make a hundred episodes of that show that that just shows you how much people have you know really dug in and and put their money where their mouth is and to this day you know every day i wake up and i see like this person signed up this person uh you know became premium this person uh donates like that stuff tremendously helps the show man um yes. so thank you guys all of you yes it does and you and you and justin are a wonderful uh dynamic duo and 
you know y'all the only sports podcast that people can listen to and get stories from the why uh, yeah, a lot of old man strength, a lot yeah. of whole control. Some Facebook trolling yesterday, right? I don't know right. if I have to retell that on the regular show. If I just need to um, chop that clip, chop that clip. But either way, uh, it's you know we have fun, man, and you know it's, it's definitely a show where you almost don't even need to um, know anything about sports, no honestly. shit about sports to, mm-hmm. to they, listen to it. No. We kind of try to cater to the people that if you do know about sports, it's real fun because there's a whole lot of inside jokes and stuff like that but if you don't know about sports it's even more fun because i feel like you know you can just come in and get to the meat of the situation and and talk about the fun parts of sports right like they did a whole show the uh right before the super bowl and didn't he talk about the super bowl yeah so you know it happens man and uh you know if you want to know about paul pierce's trolling on instagram uh you know like if you want to know about stuff like um uh who got you know baby mama problems mm-hmm. you know we definitely ball, talk ball about alert that sprung from that y'all yeah it wouldn't be a ball alert without uh balls deep sports mm-hmm. um if you want to know about jazz Bryant calling women fat on twitter because they they called them corny right um if you want to hear my theory on how the rondo playoff share discussion probably goes and which nba players definitely get their playoff share no matter what happens you gotta go listen to balls these sports man but uh anyway this is not what we're here for we're here for you guys okay a lot of you guys left feedback uh let us know what you guys think about what we thought uh, a lot of you guys donated to the show um and this is your show this is your time you know so uh without further ado let me play the song uh kirk go ahead and bring the angels in please Today's a new day. Hey, it's a new day to get this money. Yes, it is. Let's talk about the people that hit us with them donations. Calvin N. Recurring donation. Thank you for putting a few bucks in the collection plate gerard l recurring donator thank you gerard yes we see you sir jay sarge hit us with that recurring donation thank you jay sarge yes sir damian jackson Ooh, i am for real recurring donator terry w we appreciate you terry mm-hmm. jason flowers thank you very much for your recurring donation thank you latonia b recurring donator that's new ain't it uh no she donated last month too okay thank you sweetie i'm, I'm sorry so many new members i gotta get used to all y'all uh, names and stuff so please forgive me the playmaker michael Irvin. thank you very much thank you uh alexander m recurring donator thank you alexander mm-hmm. eric m recurring donation bronco pride attitude check mm-hmm. matthew r recurring donation thank you very much matthew we see you nodding your head mary h the only Mary Jane I ever loved. Oh, Stefan H. Recurring donation. New recurring donation. Nichelle W. Oh, thank you, sweetie. We welcome you to the new members class. I hope I pronounced that right. It's, I hope it's Nichelle or it's either that or Nichelle. Uh, Mr. Span, according to the Span Report. I was just on that podcast last Sunday, as a matter of fact. Yes, go check it out, guys. Talked about a lot of stuff, guys. A lot of the podcasting game and all kinds of stuff. Uh, early days of photography. 
Yeah, we, we thank you. And remember, the proofs are free, but you gotta pay for the pictures, guys. Marvin B. Yes, Marvin B. Recurring donation. Uh, Wood, a Woodsy. Recurring donation. Thank you. Brand new recurring donation. Chriselle. Chriselle M. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We know you could have went any other way, anywhere else, but you came and put your dollars here. We thank you. Asia D recurring donation. Thank you, Asia. We see you back there. Oh, Asia. Asia D. Justin J recurring donation. A lot of J's. Thank you very much, Justin. Thank you, Justin. And that's it for this week, but that was a lot of people, man. Yes. Let me uh, play us out. For me. Whatever you're in right now. Smile for me. And we just smile for me. And the people say, oh, 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 hey, oh, 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 uh so i uh i guess the first thing we need to do is five star reviews i forgot to mention you can leave those for us five star reviews uh you leave them on itunes stitcher radio um mm-hmm. at stitcher.com just leave us a five star review let us know what you think about the show mm-hmm. we'll read it as long as it's nice yeah as long as we yeah. approve of it um and if y'all decide to cop in the live state let us know because we i've been looking but we haven't got a app or anything to capture everybody so if you're outside of the continent in the united states and you left us a five-star review and we haven't read it yet please let us know all right let's get right into it this week we have running 76 and you karen and rod deserve five stars oh another night listening to tbgwt on episode rod and karen went next level reviewing love and hip-hop i deserve 10 because thanks <laughs> thanks again guys running 76 i deserve top 10 yeah yeah i remember that i deserve with uh mama d her, her number one hit smash single yeah that is like exact, that's exactly how they treated it when it came back by the way mm-hmm. episode one they had her doing a concert because <laughs> you know how many of y'all bought tickets to see i deserve by mama d of course anyway i love your show five stars katrina from oakland says i really love this show i was looking for a way to be well informed and i'm very happy my sister introduced me to your podcast you guys always make great points and always seem to be on the right side of things which makes me more comfortable receiving my news from you your show is uh, this is a person that wrote before they disagree with us i appreciate that oh yeah no unless after with someone disagrees like i don't always agree with y'all niggas but i I like y'all anyway your show (laughs) is smart funny and i really appreciate how you make the news humorous but also explain everything in understandable detail the only thing i didn't like is that you guys have had the three of negroes as guests oh no they took away (laughs) precious karen and rod time oh well that happens we have guests you know uh we love having guests because mm-hmm. one to introduce people to other podcasts and yeah there will be some blending of cultures you know um some people are more talkative than others yes um and uh and, and also you get a good example of what you get when you go to their podcast True. and you listen to them without us over there and it's like oh my god they're so great so anyway i love them man matter of fact ray sonny was on uh keeping the girl. girl yeah which is uh you know that's big time so. yeah shout out to her and, and the episode was hilarious um let's see they took away precious cameras okay i also think they weren't added benefits compared to the, what you guys already bring to the show 
plus one of the negroes is very hard to understand as it seemed he was calling in or something killed the great work i listen to all your podcasts and i'm addicted thanks yeah um naruto yeah no, yeah naruto be calling us from a tin can but yeah uh, it's, it's, it's pretty much uh at this point a running gag yeah like at this point i'm just like i don't even know what's going on with neighborhood <laughs> but uh nah man I, I like having them on and uh you know i'm sure we'll have them back at some point as well too um but uh yeah big fans of them mm-hmm. dj murray says salute Ryder can i thoroughly enjoyed the show especially hashtag them thrones and uh dope dope show five stars thanks dj thank you short and to the point for Luz brown says pure joy five stars listening to episode 940 and you guys hit it right on the nose especially the part segment about women the woman beating their kid i didn't want to celebrate it because it felt uneasy to me as well you guys always find a way to convey a point i myself have trouble getting out oh and rod's joy of the let's just call them niggas brother was <laughs> excellent that might be second only to how much he loves reverend dr man and again great work at that show thanks for loose um thank you yeah that dude was a beast what the that that that, that when he started stuttering and then smacking, smacking his, his lips, lips that was the best part yes well just i was like oh he about to go in <laughs> it was he when you start we from down south so you start doing that you know in the old black man you know it you know yeah. it's about to be some serious ether that old black man lip smack is unpressed unrivaled like you about to catch some some heat yeah you about to catch them bars You're getting fed up uh golden bbw73 five stars says on stitcher radio five stars stitcher.com my favorite podcast hi rod and karen i'm going to keep this short and sweet i started listening to tbgwt after i heard you two on the good and terrible show after listening to a couple episodes i was hooked and a month later i became a premium subscriber you both are funny and intelligent my favorite segments are ball alert especially the group of tales and guess the race keep up the good work well first of all thank you to mel and siege yes for having us on uh you know love those ladies Mm -hmm. uh, i think they have an excellent podcast as well me too and i'm glad you heard us over there and um you know i'm always happy when we can get them on the show as well yes uh and then of course um you know thank you for being a premium member glad you enjoyed it thanks for sticking around i'm glad we can uh be your favorite podcast man that's dope um and last anime wildcat five star says amazing product to help escape the daily grind this show will make you tear up snort and struggle not to laugh out loud in your cubicle (laughs) this show will make you sigh at the many ways people continue to not be ish this show exposes you to different perspectives and re-examine your own views most of all this show is two plus hours of pure fun and ratchetry and that that you shouldn't deprive yourself of rod and karen are incredible duo that have been grinding for years to create a great product something that is quickly apparent when you listen to an episode with hilarious segments and commentary this has been my favorite podcast as i learned about the show last summer do your ears a solid and check them out thank you and i want to tell everybody thank you for all the five-star reviews if you want to leave us a five-star review through itunes go to any apple device type in the black eye who tips and up in the left hand corner write us a five-star review uh we will read them as long as we approve of them um and for those of you that are like i said before outside of the continental united states please let us know because we haven't got an app yet to, to catch all those and we want i want to tell everybody thank you in advance we know some of y'all been listening for a long time or 
some of you may have already thought you left us one if you haven't go ahead not only leave us five star reviews leave your other favorite podcast five star reviews if you want to leave us a review on stitcher radio go to stitcher.com type in the blackout tips and leave us a five star review through stitcher but remember on um stitcher radio i think stitcher sends you an email do a confirmation and send it through that also stitcher is slow so um you might post it and it might take a while for us to review them we thank everybody in advance for all of your five stars reviews. This is something that you can do to support the show that's absolutely positively free and it doesn't cost you a dime to show love and support for the show. Thank you guys. Mm-hmm. And these have been your announcements. <clears throat> all right. We had comments on the website, Empire Music, episode 937. It's a feedback show. Let's check out what you guys had to say. Tanya writes in, just a note on leaving a review on the Stitcher website. When I left the review for TBGWT a few weeks ago, I had a hell of a time finding where to leave the review. I couldn't find it at all by going straight to Stitcher.com. So that could be why there haven't been many reviews there recently. I had to Google the black guy who tips Stitcher and the link to the, uh, and click on the link to TBGWT on Stitcher. You can then add the review on that page. Y'all rule. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's, that's where I read the reviews from. Oh, okay. It's like we, like every Stitcher, every show has its own, uh, page, page on yes, the website of Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and like, I'm, the Earl of Ford is like Stitcher.com slash podcast slash blacks dash god dash who dash <laughs> tips dot, you know, like, so it's a lot of shit but if you just google blackout tips and stitcher it'll come right up it will pop up you can leave it you can see all the other reviews that's how you know you're in the right place just scroll to the bottom of the screen yeah because i know a lot of people i know we had like two weeks or something like that where nobody left any reviews and i was wondering why and that may have been why people may have had a hard time um finding it but uh thank you very much for letting us know that and uh continue to leave us reviews uh through stitcher guys uh all right and then uh we also had capadonna who left a review uh i mean a comment dear brother rod and sweet sister karen okay dear brother roderick you don't like people telling you what to do please make that scam dust song theme song whenever you read one of my responses i need this in my life so you want me to play scam dust whenever we read one no not doing that come on man (laughs) so so some of y'all it's like you listen to me every day and y'all don't know me at all uh knowing you two you'll probably do it just to troll me in the process of reverse psychology but on the real you're wrong for playing that idiotic foolishness twice in the show (laughs) you're wrong for telling us what to do our show like i mean no offense but like i'm already now i want three negroes back because of that review that's how that's how i operate like y'all y'all if you don't like something about the show you are best off just not even telling us to be honest with you second this will be brief relatively anyway despite the rumors i'm not michael eric dyson levels of robots i just wanted to lay down for the tbgwt fan why dave zyron felt the need to jump in the dr tupac whisper versus professor paul bear cat fight Zyron didn't care about West's feelings or his friendship with Dyson. He was covering his own behind. For the last six years, Cornell West has equally, his equally self-absorbed sidekick, Tavis, and a few other dudes like Ta-Nehisi Coates served as a go-to angry Negroes whenever white super liberals, what Robert Gibbs called the professional left, felt the need to get froggy in the media about Obama. Ah, that's a good point. Dr. West has been one of the premier black public figures to provide credence to their hyperbole. 
west has been the profiteering i mean prophetic voice for gushing white liberals for over 20 years he's the ben carson for the occupy wall street crowd so while michael eric dyson petty verbal drive was uh by uh, was a long time um petty verbal drive-by was a long time coming and squarely aimed at west the white super lefties like zyron caught a few shots in the crossfire from that clip professor dyson blew a few holes in the so-called professional left uh negro deflective shield uh yeah all right yeah i definitely can see that you know a lot of people that probably have been touting um cornell west as like the guy for when they want to be quote a black person that don't like obama mm-hmm. yeah they might have took offense to to michael air dyson's piece as well like that's our guy you can't talk bad about him that's like talking bad about me for using him as my go-to right that's it and with only five percent of the words med used to either his former mentor brevity is the soul of wit not that it matters since you nick i mean dear brethren are going to complain that this is too long love y'all anyway capadonna uh we didn't complain that it was too long uh because most of that was relevant to shit that happened on the show mm-hmm. be honest with y'all the only time i really did like my big pet peeve is when people write into the feedback show and it's really not relevant to the show or it's like you know some shit they want to get out their chest but it's not really something that we said or whatever so sometimes i you know I, i'm like you know that last time capadonna wrote us when i was pissed it was like you know i was hanging out at my desk and this person came over and i was like nigga this ain't stand up like stick to what we talked about this was all relevant to what we talked about Mm -hmm. so i had no problem with the length of that nope uh sister soldier says i realize i'm too late for the poll but right you forgot the best empire song yet good enough by jesse small oh good enough is damn that whole poll is is invalid now i forgot about uh, good enough ah uh, oh, shit i said we might have to <laughs> no man i don't even know yeah yes. this is my shit <laughs> another one of the times where whatever's happening is always way too fucking obvious so they have to pull the like it's like what do you think i'm not good enough dad and then as he yes. like walks out the office to the limo they start playing this shit mm-hmm I gave you all of me, but it still ain't enough to make you happy. I gave you everything, you still don't measure up. Yeah, feel like I walk 5,000 miles, didn't even come close. Like I tried to make you smile, just didn't even care though. I'll never be big enough to pay your dues, but I keep trying. And you just keep making me jump through hoops. What do I gotta do? I just want you to look at me. See that I can be worth your love. I just want you to look at me. See that I can be good enough. Good enough, good enough, and I can be good enough, good enough, good enough. And that's all about because he's gay. <laughs> Get out of my office. And that sounds like a star playing. Mm-hmm. It's all because he's gay. So you can't be good enough if you're gay, guys. 
that's the thing oh yeah and uh uh people was that you know too that there was a longer version of that song everyone let me know that there was a longer version <laughs> uh the fucking what, what was what song what is love yes apparently there's a three minute version of what is love that i've never heard mm-hmm. um because let's be honest uh i think one is on like the soundtrack and yeah. one is like on the one that's strictly the ones that air on the show yeah so they got like two soundtracks so here it is her singing all hard and shit got it going egg act like your brother just died in front of your face remember how you felt when you look into his eyes girl you remember <laughs> now i want you to get your ass in there sing bitch sing <laughs> i would tell you that i love you tonight but i know that i got time on my side where you going why you leaving so soon is there somewhere else that's better for you? What is love? If you're not here with me, what is love? If it's not guarantee, what is love? Just ups and leaves. What is love? If you're not here no more, what is love? If you're not really sure what is love What is love Tell me I made the hell out of this song Yes he did I love this song Look at me look at me hold up now Try to tell you but it come out What is love What is love? If it's not guaranteed, what is love? Tell you now, though, still wouldn't have been my favorite song. Sorry. Oh, no problem. But but I, I like. Uh, you're I like right. The, the poll was fucked up without good enough and what is love. And I, I like the extended version, like the you know the version yeah. that you were saying. It was like a snippet. Yeah. And when I heard this version, I was like, oh, that's a beautiful song. Yeah, it is good so uh they also put in here before you could say it can uh right after i mean karen already said it uh oh yeah so she said good enough by jason smollett same theme as keep your money but 10 times better i prefer keep your money because keep your money is i'm well first of all i love good enough but i prefer keep your money for comedic value because it's so on the nose it literally is it's like he wrote the song at it's like the scene it's it's just it crosses so much like yes it almost offends the senses how on the money it is <laughs> to the scene that is happening behind it it's crazy it's literally like he literally might as well say keep your money and turn to the camera and start singing and weak as i yeah he's like you where you gonna go without me having your back and then he's like dollar dollar bill y'all i'm like yes, damn it's right on beat damn dog really Y'all not even gonna try to. He ain't got time to mourn. No, no, you yeah. ain't processing nothing. Mm-mm. Put some distance between that. Y'all just gonna nope. break the fourth wall. Yep, because this is a musical. Uh, but yeah, oh yeah, what is love? Full song two fifty four, and it's on the Empire soundtrack. It's my favorite uh Empire song so far. V Bozeman can sing. Yes, yeah, she can. She has a gorgeous voice. And then the poll was, and we'll have one comment. Uh, do your coworkers ask very intrusive questions about your personal life? Cause our girl, you ain't got the answers that left us a message asking them what 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 to do. 
right when your co-workers ask a bunch of fucking personal questions. questions right uh do they ask personal questions about your personal life yes 45 percent of our audience says their co-workers ask very intrusive questions about the personal life 45 percent of our audience also said no they don't and nine percent of y'all don't have co-workers you know which good for you mm-hmm. yeah, you lucked out natasha p says i'm in the married and no kids club and it's like people can't help asking no kids yet ugh it's hard to let it roll off my shoulders at times because we do want children and the questions reinforce the fact that the clock is ticking and we don't have a lot of time left to make that happen biologically double ugh i just made myself sad let me go listen to ball deep sports to get myself out of my feelings yeah natasha man that's the thing i don't uh i don't know why people feel comfortable talking about certain issues like that because that's personal it's very uncomfortable sometimes to to talk about even personally what people you care about right and then for someone to just randomly haphazardly throw it into your life it's like dog we don't know each other right and it's none of your fucking business also i'm assuming the 45 percent of you guys that voted no are the people who asked the intrusive questions correct so i feel like some of y'all need to mind your goddamn business all right all right i'm warning you um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the next episode we did was episode 938 presidential shade where you know as always we listened to the president um at the uh at the white house correspondence dinner ah, next year gonna be the last cool i bet you next year it's probably gonna be really off the chain because that's gonna be his last one too mm-hmm. uh cow so we got two comments janika says yes for nikki version of five star Kyle says, I feel like if Martian saw this video of Creflo Dollar, they would be just as confused as Rod was watching it. Speaking of Martians, I saw the HBO documentary on the Church of Scientology, and you know what? What I saw was very similar to what was in Creflo's video, which just makes me sad for black people in the clip. As for the situation with Laverne Cox, I would just like to point out that it was a lot of black women defending Cox which contradicts the idea that black people hate the LGBTQ community the most. Right. I agree. I also agree with Karen that a lot of people are scared that they may meet a transgender person they find attractive Mm -hmm. because they are at the very least ignorant and think transgender people are trying to quote unquote trick them. Right. And I'm not too surprised that Kanye was supportive of Bruce gender. I mean, (laughs) gender. What a Floridian slip. Anyway, (laughs) supportive of Bruce Jenner, Mm -hmm. considering that he called for the end of a homophobia of homophobia and hip hop way back in 2005 which anyone could find out about if they just use google yeah well niggas don't like kanye they don't care that he said that right it wouldn't it wouldn't matter if he had the cure for aids they still be like fuck you nigga. yeah that's just a thing that you agree with with kanye about which of course means you have to come up with another reason to hate him correct uh episode oh the question for the for the poll which only got two comments are you a feminist yes i consider myself a feminist no but i believe women should have equal rights and be treated fairly and then just no 48 percent of the people in the audience say yes i consider myself a feminist 48 percent of the people in the audience say no but i do believe women should have equal rights and be treated fairly so it's more like i just don't want that label even if i kind of believe the tenets of feminism mm-hmm. and three percent just said no which is weird because that means they said no but they don't believe women should have equal rights and be treated fairly how are you listening to this show and why <laughs> like what the fuck is the point <laughs> jesus you must hate us <laughs> especially me right that, that must be the that must be the nigga that's forwarding and skipping and shit i'm, I'm gonna vote no right i'm, I'm still be, here 
karen talked for 12 minutes straight one episode he didn't say shit all right how dare he let that bitch talk the worst episode i ever heard in my life boo two thumbs down uh cabadonna says i believe in equality but i hate the label feminist mostly because i don't want to be associated with the kind of self-righteous uptight humorless goals that you cited in this episode just as i can't stand the label liberal though i'm probably further to the left than most people i just know far too many liberals that i personally think about throwing a pie in their face when they talk because you you just they sound just as self-important and dogmatic as any southern baptist minister well enough randy have a good week kappa um yeah that's interesting i mean because i think that's why most people say they don't want to be called feminists is because of the label and who it would make them associated with Mm -hmm. but it's like if all the good people run away from the label then the label becomes evil and that's where we're stuck so i don't know it's just interesting man i was listening to uh uh twip and amani gandhi was like i no longer call myself a feminist like this week it was funny it was like right the day i was like i'm gonna just go ahead and run with that i'm a feminist and just not run away from it i turned on twib and imani was like Mm-mm, not don't do that nigga that's five to ten you know right because after a while especially uh because imani is very vocal she's very strong in her opinion she doesn't back down and i think she's tired to my you know you get to the point where you're just constantly tired so she's like you know what i'm out i like i just want to voice my opinion and speak my truths but i don't want to deal with all this other bullshit that's associated with this title yeah just i don't know i always feel like those people win when you when you're done you know what i mean right because like you know i mean not for and it's not judgment on the money i mean oh, no 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 you know she she can do whatever she wants to and uh i think you know she said i'm, I'm gonna go out being a womanist now you know i kind of fought that fight that battle with feminism in general and trying to like out of stubbornness like you're not going to take this space you don't you're not the only person that represents women no you're not and feminism but she's she said you know she's going to go with womanism from now on after reading up over on it on the weekend and stuff and i was like man you know i guess they really are pushing people out of that label like you know just because the people that occupy it and are protected by it typically are just not the best people you know mm-hmm. sometimes and they really don't care about any any agenda outside right. their own personal agenda being there really is a silent white before feminism in general mm-hmm. yeah you know? yeah and, and, and that's sad because honestly you all you know we all need each other as being women like we all need each other regardless of if you're straight gay lgbtq regardless of where you fall on the spectrum when it comes to this we all need each other and we also need men to support also because no oppressed group um gets to the point where they're respected unless somebody not directly affected mm-hmm. represents them because a lot of times the people that are affected are constantly ignored but when other people that look like the people this well like this when another group steps up to support a group that doesn't look like the group they can go back to their people and say the same motherfucking thing that this oppressed group has been saying but for some reason coming out of these people's mouth all of a sudden you have sympathy and empathy and compassion it makes no fucking sense but some people don't operate like that uh sugar bay responds some people ask why the word feminist why not just say you are a believer in human rights or something like that because that would be dishonest 
feminism is of course part of a human right of human rights in general but to choose to use the vague expression human rights is to deny the specific and particular problem of gender right it would be a way of pretending that it was not women who have for centuries been excluded it would be a way of denying that the problem of gender targets women that the problem that was not about being human but specifically about being a female human for centuries the word the world divided human beings into two groups and then proceeded to exclude and oppress one group it is only fair that the solution to the problem acknowledge that and that is a quote from how i know i'm gonna fuck this name up but i'm gonna try chimamanda ngozi adichie i agree 100 percent with that statement and then she says so yes i identify as and unreservedly call myself a feminist you will always find extremists in any cause i refuse to allow a few extremists to shame me into rejecting feminism i wholeheartedly embrace the level it's exactly how whites always want us to feel deep shame for the negative actions of a few and fyi the above sentiment also applies to our use of hashtag black to lives matter it's dishonest within our context to say all lives matter right now we're fighting for black lives so yeah black lives matter the focus is on us our issues again the same thing applies to feminism yeah i agree with sugar babe man me too sweetie so, i don't but you wouldn't call yourself you, you don't call yourself feminist do you no but i agree with the statement yes but if, but if you agree with the statement then wouldn't you mean wouldn't that mean that you wouldn't run from the label well the thing is i i've never had to run from the label because nobody has ever associated or pinned me or you know i'm like so honestly for me there's no label to run from mm. i don't know if that makes sense like I, but if someone asked you like are, do you consider yourself a feminist what would you say i would say no so then you are running from the label uh, apparently so yeah. um <laughs> i guess you just oh, okay. realized it but right that's definitely what you're doing right because 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 to and to me and in my mind i believe that everybody should be treated equal across the board regardless mm-hmm. you know um and i do believe that some issues that come up are individual based off of specific groups and i do believe that these groups need to stand up for their individual rights and for some reason whenever individual groups stand up for their rights people want to act like well oh you know your rights don't matter and they try to cover it up with and doesn't this affect everybody no motherfucker it don't that's the problem yeah i feel like you completely deflected from the question i just asked but that's fine we can move to the next thing if you don't want to answer it <laughs> but, but that didn't really say why you run from the label of being called a feminist why, why I, uh, the biggest reason I run from it is because of social media I, I don't want to deal with it I want to be able to go on social media have a good time enjoy myself and now every time I put put something out bitch cunt whore I don't mm. want to deal with that I don't want to deal but it's not like you have to do that it's, that's true you can be I mean it's like saying it's like you can be black and you don't have to go on twitter and everything you post is about black shit you know um, it's not like all the black people on twitter just constantly black lives matter motherfucker we going marching today like some people just happen to be black and be talking about marvel movies it doesn't that you know that's how if you're a feminist you can be a feminist that just happens to be talking about some a bunch of other shit that's not necessarily related to that because that's not like feminist women only think about or feminist women feminist people only think about um feminism 100 percent of the time all the time and that's true but for some reason people have the expectation of you and act like you can't talk about anything else outside of that i think that's phony that's false a lot of i follow a lot of women that are feminists and they talk about a bunch of shit yes they do like they do not a you know i don't 
there's always gonna be an expectation from assholes on anything there's, there's assholes who think we should only talk about podcasting all the time there's assholes who think that <laughs> when, since we talk about um baltimore ferguson that every fucking thing we should do should be about uh we should turn our podcast into like a fucking protest podcast Mm-mm, and it should not be about happening. nothing but you know activism and shit like that you can't let that person influence how you live your life you know i don't you know i i, I don't know i think you should think about it i'll put it that way uh because I, I feel like if you agree with what she's saying i do then i don't then i don't see why you would run from that label because i have to think i really because I, I, really, I, I and i'm not saying it out of like condescending place i had to think about it and i was like yeah why the fuck do i believe all this shit and then i go but don't call me that man i don't feel like i don't want to have that fight and it's like well what fight i do i have that fight already i have that fight true whenever yeah, issue true. comes up and i'm like no nigga equal pay <laughs> right i'm having the fight right like like doesn't matter if i had a label or not i fucking correct. believe in that so yes. why should i let somebody the worst examples of feminists make me go well i'm not a feminist then those are the worst fucking examples then i guess i'm not anything i'm not black i'm not american i'm not you know I, now those not 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 i am black and i am an american like you can't take you can't take that away from me right well anyway i think you should think about it That's and, obviously I, and, and i will because honestly it's, it's um for me i'm a the truth the truth of the matter is like i'm gonna tell you right now for me especially when i sit down and talk to whiskey wine and moonshine um they talking to them um on the podcast really challenged me because this has been something that i've really been i don't want to say thinking about well yeah i've been thinking about been debating about within myself because it's, it's almost like like once you put on that label all of a sudden you have to constantly be in like in a fight mode and i'm like i'm i speak out because i'm angry i speak but out because i'm why, upset why are you saying you have to be in a fight mode and 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 i guess it's because my my false perception of what i see on social media i constantly see the battles i constantly see the fights i constantly see the trolling i constantly see that i'm like i i don't want to be that 24 7 i don't want to be on all the time i don't want to have these un- unrealistic expectations placed on me that i didn't ask for but nobody's doing that to you no they're not nobody would do that to you it's not you gonna change your name to feminist feminine fem fem film on fucking twitter what would be the difference that's true i like i I just think that like i said it's uh people scare themselves of the label more than anything it's like if i wrote um i don't know like if i put in my if i put in my bio feminist nothing's gonna change for me you know what i mean like uh and, and then you always talk about this stuff on the show anyway mm-hmm, because equal I- pay the uh double standard on mothers uh your the uh anti-sexualization of black women the over sexualization of young wo- young girls because it means the, something to me right but those are those are feminist issues that you have very passionate takes on you yes, often I go on, on on a rant about it on the show yes i do but then it's like but don't call me that like i'm not telling you what you need to be called but it's interesting that you would agree with that quote and then be like but don't call me that because <laughs> you, then you don't really agree with that quote 
<laughs> I do. I don't know. Don't I do. Seem like it. I do. I 100% agree with the quote. And the thing about it is that I know that I'm not the only one that feels this way. I know I'm not the only one that. Then how do you agree with the quote? That doesn't make sense. I agree with the, the quote. The quote is telling someone I. The reason that I I embrace this is because of this. And it's like, well, I agree with that. But but I'm not. But don't call me a feminist. Like, then the quote doesn't mean shit. The quote is saying I want to be called feminist because I'm sick of other people trying to define it and marginalize it or pretend that it's not the issue. It is the issue. Yes, it is. So it's just interesting that you would be like, uh, amen to that quote. And then be like, <laughs> I still do not want to be called that. It's weird. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and sometimes it's almost like a person run, put it like this. It's almost like a person running away from a title that they already have. It's like you have the title of it, but you run away from the title because you don't want the title because of everything that comes with the title, but you've already literally doing everything that the title requires like you're meeting all the requirements but you're like nah i'm good and i mean i think in part because a lot of people that behave a certain way and dictate them certain way a certain way refuse the label it does act to even more of a negative stereotype of the label because it does add this like well i guess you got to be on all the time i guess you got to be hardcore all the time (laughs) but that's because all the people that are like not like that are running from the label you know that's true that, that's anyway i'm not it's just interesting but, to me but yeah like i said it, it, it is something to, to to think about and it's something to i guess just honestly i look and think within myself uh because yeah a lot of those topics i mean you know me i i mean you I, obviously care i've tried to change the topic five times now <laughs> and every time you go back onto this to this thing you obviously fucking care i do care so i don't i don't know why you were i don't know why you're running from it me either but i'll sit and think about it all right uh be touch left a comment on episode 939 sometimes you gotta write we have nine comments and be touch left like another comment listen guys all right i want to read what i can of these comments you guys have got to keep it on topic that's all like one of the comments was like this ain't really about nothing but i wanted to say this and i was like delete no yeah come yeah. on man like i'm gonna be think about i need you guys to have a holistic approach to the feedback show think about the fact that we have to read and respond to all this shit mm-hmm. so if it ain't that important if it's some personal shit that just happened you know that that doesn't have much to do with the show just don't write it it's cool someone else will cover it you know it'll be fine all right so be touch red says um um regarding monique lee daniels and danny strong both said that monique was never offered the part of cooking and empire and the emails that monique had sway reed actually proved that they were correct monique that doesn't prove shit but okay monique was given a chance to screen test for the part the emails also implied that the screen test was never done she wouldn't have been over the part meaning it was hers and only hers provided all parties agreed upon the terms and the pay raise until fox executives and the image entertainment entertainment executives daniels and strong bosses brian grazer and ron howard like what they saw in the screen test and approve her casting a standard audition is like the initial phone slash skype interview the screen test is like the in-person interview many established screen act uh, star actors are able to bypass the screen test altogether depending on the role that monique was even asked to screen test for a tv role when she has an oscar in her mantle is a little eyebrow raising to me and the offer is like well the job offer 
uh an invitation to screen test is not offer of a role and monique has to know that by now after 20 or so years in the entertainment business i feel like she's out to win this cold war between herself and lee daniels by any means necessary and i sort of do wish she would stand down the pettiness is starting to reach peak levels it doesn't surprise me that imagine and fox insisted on offering the part to taraji and that it was primarily lee daniels who wanted monique danny strong when he was on sway in the morning acknowledged that he had no idea whether or not daniels had talked to monique about playing cookie only that he was never privy to those conversations incidentally the list of people who did screen test for empire but weren't cast is as long as the show can be is as long as the show can be ridiculous andre fuller and lance gross for andre corbin blue for jamal romeo miller and quincy brown for hakeem wesley snipes was offered the part of lucius before anyone else was cast but as negotiations were breaking down taraji was pursued and insisted on doing the show with terrence howard as a co-star uh correction lee daniels did talk to danny strong about possibly casting monique once this is strong fool's quote a strong full quote well i don't feel well i don't know if lee daniels had a conversation with monique about it that i don't that i don't know i know that lee and i were partners on this project and we discussed monique once very briefly and from my knowledge unless there was some conversation i never knew about we never offered her the part and she wasn't going to be cookie we both think she's incredibly talented and genius but we didn't think she was right for the part it was always taraji uh, he says i know i'm doing a lot sorry i just want to clarify that this correction is a correction to the sentence about strong not knowing if daniels talked to monique not my entire initial post yeah here's the thing um that doesn't prove shit because monique's assertion is i talked to him on the phone and he, t- and he offered me the part i believe her i do too that's my own thing like people acting like she had to have a fucking voice recording of the motherfucking call like <laughs> she clearly you know i don't even know what the impetus for her lying would be at this point yeah, it doesn't no one even knew about this feud until um until you know it just recently came up you know so like i think people are falling for the okie doke because a lot of people don't like monique and a lot of people want to believe the worst about her and a lot of people love taraji p henson as cookie we all love yeah, her she's not even attacking her yeah it doesn't mean like i don't know why people are taking it um you know so hard that she said she was first choice to play that character there's a lot of times you know? that happens and though. i guarantee the character would have been written differently you know the part where she showed her ass and like smacked the cheek that was all like improvised that wasn't even in the script so it's not like they said she has to be the sexiest motherfucker on the planet like you know it could it would have just been written differently you know like monique couldn't play somebody that went to jail for 10 years come on guys um so yeah i believe uh that she was offered the part on the low you know um and um you know it it, from from lee daniels because she doesn't even bring up danny strong when she talks about it so danny strong don't know everything for him to be on some like she was never offered the part uh but you don't know what the fuck was said between her and lee daniels she didn't say danny strong offered me the part she said mr daniels offered me the part of cookie i have the emails and the size that go along with it and uh, what was said and what he said was i'm new to this tv thing this is just a technicality you have the role now that's not from the email she's telling you that from a conversation so y'all gotta get off of that man and i'm on her side i think y'all she got okie doke and niggas is running with it because they don't like monique or because they like taraji more than monique that's not what this is about it's about that nigga told a lie 
then he went on the air and kept lying <laughs> and i understand her and i and i and not only that i empathize with her man because that shit is fucked up mm-hmm. and, and he was mad she didn't do press that's the other thing why ain't nobody looking at his fucking motivation he's still mad she didn't do press for motherfucking precious um, precious Mm-hmm. he's still mad at that yes, but is. but it's just her being petty she's supposed to get over it yo okay ruin my reputation in hollywood but i'm supposed to get over it i ain't supposed to work for 10 hours 10 years i'm supposed to take less man y'all get the fuck out of here i wish i won an oscar i wouldn't do shit but oscar money stuff ain't that the truth period i wouldn't do shit but oscar worthy podcast fuck right. you i would kick you out of my house if you try to get, well look we're not gonna be able to afford that oscar rate well then get the fuck out right what are we talking about right i'm like i got i want to ask i got an oscar award winning podcast because i want an oscar you come on here you win an oscar too yeah <laughs> it's you know like i said man it's 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 all because we like cookie so much as a character right. with taraji p Henson doing it that we get so defensive about it but really is that is it really that fucking hard to believe that somebody would be like um i'm blackballing this bitch because she wouldn't do press for my movie oh lee daniels ain't pretty how many times you gotta show that fucking garbage can clip he ain't let shit go <laughs> seashell says y'all were on point with everything i feel the exhaustion in your voice rod i'm through too they've been just going about their lives unconcerned about the violence i'm glad they're disrupting regular life in baltimore now only if the press would frame it correctly to let people know what they really need to be paying attention to um yeah man um my girl um nichelle who's been on the show before um you know uh awesome person great friend we were talking on mm-hmm. facebook and she was like i wish they hadn't arrived because it changed the narrative now we're talking about the rise instead of what happened and i was like but they had a week of peaceful protest people are forgetting that and nothing got done at all no cameras they no were moving nothing. at glacial speed a fucking cvs burns down friday we got indictments ain't that Come i'm on just now. saying Come i'm not on. look man i'm not trying to say that it's like oh just that's the first choice but when you backed in the corner sometimes you just gotta do it you know and i and i understand man i understand like mm-hmm. i said i'm not I, do I don't take any joy in seeing that shit I, I watch tv and i see that shit i feel terrified and i change the channel i hate it i hate seeing it mm-hmm. but, but to I me understand. that's a, that's like people are acting like that is the sickness that is the symptom right. of, Amer- of american racism people are already it's like like people are to the point where this country is very very sick when it comes to racism we've been sick for a very very long ass time and nobody wants to actually cure it nobody actually wants to uh, get us to the point where we can recover uh so we're sick with a with a 200 300 you know 400 year old fucking cold that nobody wants to goddamn fix right so i don't you know i i like i said man I, I i'm sick of people having to go out and be like well i'm against riding i'm against looting i'm against burning shit down everybody's against that everybody's against that right Pe- people, but you know what else people's backs are against the wall right and, and, and people act like if, if you're supporting the protesters and having empathy and sympathy and understanding their pain is the same thing as saying that's okay but it's not i support but it them. doesn't it doesn't fucking matter if i think it's okay that's true that's the thing i want people to understand it doesn't matter if deray mckesson thinks it's okay it doesn't matter if netta thinks it's okay it doesn't matter if the president thinks it's okay 
no one is going to actively be like i'm pro virus i mean i wish we were right right away let's just burn some shit down nobody's gonna come out and say that anyway nobody is saying that shit no the problem is we're still not talking about what happened to to, uh freddie gray unless shit burns down right then it's time to talk then all of a sudden the mayor coming out got shit to say i didn't see the mayor until shit burned down isn't that fucking isn't that ironic yep i didn't even know who the fucking mayor was uh, until a cvs burned down and here she comes these thugs and criminals all right all right well maybe if these thugs and criminals got some motherfucking justice shit wouldn't burn down you know what didn't burn down yesterday nothing because these motherfuckers came out and was like we indicting these cops and people was like mm, that smells like justice no need to burn shit tonight right right it's fucking crazy man i'll tell you what you want to and also karen brought this up in the private conversation we had look at south carolina nothing has burned down in south carolina although they've had two on tape officer involved slayings of black men uh well one was just a shooting and one was one was a murder hmm wonder what happened oh wait they fired and prosecuted those people immediately right no rallies no burning no uh no riots no hmm isn't that fucking interesting not a motherfucking rock got thrown wonder why meanwhile down below the mason dixon line we considered primitive but these motherfuckers were like um yeah this nigga obviously gotta go to jail yeah obviously we can't let him just you know go back to work after killing a black person in cold blood or shooting someone that they told to get their license out of the car we can't just let that person go back to work so yeah some places handle it better than others you know i i I, you know i don't find it very um uh i don't find it to be very confusing as to why shit burns down in other places some places and not in others have to treat people like they're human beings man you know treat people like they matter stop you spend so much fucking money preparing to fight black people on certain issues if you would just spend that same money and time and invested in investigating what the fuck happened to these people that you know come up mysteriously dead you wouldn't have this issue it's very easy and to me it is you know i hate to get make it that fucking plain but it's that plain mm-hmm. if you if you would if someone killed my brother if my brother just got uh, got arrested and then the next time i saw him he was dead you expect me to be on some like well they'll get around to it whenever they do maybe in a few weeks right they'll let us know what happened and be reasonable and yeah. be rational and you you constantly going down there you constantly asking questions you constantly demanding and everybody's pushing you around nobody's paying you no attention you know the case go cold nobody has any answers because the thing about it is that for people that have no sympathy and empathy they honestly think that the justice system work functions correctly for them even if they're black sometimes some of those people who go i'm not them niggas over there you're you're telling me that the system always works for us a system that was never designed for us in the first place a system that is designed to incarcerate us you mean to tell me the same system will turn around and give us justice and it's one of the things that i understand the anger i understand the violence i understand that because sometimes you got to burn shit down for, for anybody to even look at you right and i you know like i said i wouldn't even call it violence against property but um you know i just think that it's very fucking interesting that shit burned down and then you know the wheels got rolling 
right you, like you're not only thing you're doing is reinforcing my the idea that apparently got to burn shit down to get things happening right and you know what you all start telling people that a fucking cvs is more valuable than a black man's life the only reason why we right. responded is because you because, because it the is goddamn CVS. because it is because it is that cvs would you be know, built back again i was talking to this white dude um pat at the y um at lunch play ball and uh he was talking about this other white dude is like an old conservative loudmouth dude and how he was like yeah he was talking about baltimore and saying all this shit about thugs and they need to not burn shit down i was like yeah well i'm glad i missed that because i would have cussed his ass out and then he was like you know asking me like some honest questions about it because i feel like he was kind of trying to parse it out himself like and figure it out yeah like and he was like man what i don't understand is why would you burn down your own neighborhood if something like this happens and I said, well, that's twofold, right? Mm-hmm. On the one hand, what do you think the police are standing? They're standing right at the line of everybody else's shit. Because when it comes to shit like this, it's considered a black problem. So we can isolate this to the black part of town, and people can be mad and upset in the black part of town and fuck up black shit, then that's okay with us. Mm-hmm. Here's the other part. Black people in general have been disenfranchised in a large amount to the point where we don't necessarily own shit. Right so burning down a fucking mcdonald's a cvs a best buy don't mean nothing what does that mean to me not a motherfucking thing like it might hurt that some kids get minimum wage jobs there minimum wage jobs there understand the wage that you don't want to see raised to a living wage by the way so like everything about this country seems to be designed to keep people in a place where they're actually not able to get out right to keep you in a place where you do work 35 hours a week but not 40 hours because then you got to get insurance and also with the 35 hours you do work let's pay you below a living wage also you're going to need welfare also you're going to need public housing like we need to keep you in that box and so when you have people that in a box like that where hey i maybe i live in a food desert maybe we don't have mom and pops uh own stores on the corner and shit um if i'm burning shit down it's actually not mine right i don't y'all like i don't get to own shit because ownership you know is an american ideal but it's very rarely an american uh reality for a lot of people that are americans but they just happen to be out of the mainstream they don't have traditional generational wealth so now you're asking people to pull themselves up by their bootstraps from welfare that you're trying to cut down from boots from, they don't have right right the bootstraps the straps that they have don't have for the mm-hmm. boots they don't have right right but but you have this idea where it's like we're gonna treat you less than human and then we go why would you burn your own shit down because it's not my fucking corner store and the people that own it don't give a fuck about me or my neighborhood they don't bring back any of the profits to enrich our neighborhoods Mm -hmm. that money flows out of our society and out of our community to somewhere else and it's a rigged game so when you have people that go i'm gonna burn this shit down they're not thinking i'm gonna burn down my own home they're thinking i don't own this shit anyway so let it burn if you want to be honest about it that's where the impetus comes from mm-hmm. and that's why you know like i'm sure someone's not gonna get their medicine and they're gonna have to drive across town or some other shit for cvs right like it's not like it's a victimless crime quote unquote some things will be affected but let me ask you this if burning down cvs got them to prosecute the six cops that killed my brother i'd burn down every cvs in this motherfucking town ain't that every one of them going goddamn flank because my my thing is this when people ask 
why are they burning up their own community let me ask you who the fuck burns up their own community unless they are forced or provoked nobody sets their own shit on fire willingly that's the problem willingly they act like these people just went outside and was like fuck this shit and just tossed it on fire that there's an underlining anger that's there that causes you to get to the point where you burn shit around you you have to get to the point it's like it's like i said you turn you turn black people into wasps sometimes right the only the only recourse they have is to sting you just to be like hey we're here you know be you need to be cautious of us because you obviously don't give a fuck you you kill us with reckless abandon and unless something is inconvenient to you it's the only time that you're gonna step up and be like hey maybe we should think about these black people so that's what happens you know what i mean right and and also the 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 thing is that a lot of a lot of what what happened there with the conviction is 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 going to set a precedent because from now on people are gonna get to the fact well we'll do we'll walk for a little bit then we'll start setting shit on fire like eventually enough shit gonna be set on fire in, in a lot of these towns across the country before people go oh, y'all know what whenever somebody get arrested y'all just prosecute them just, 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 just even if you turn around and cause not get just do something so we don't have a fucking riot maybe i don't know because, if we will or not i just know i mean according to them none of this would have happened if the bloods didn't meet up with the the crips and uh skeletor and um you know all the bad guys from transformers and decepticons if that didn't happen then the none of this would have happened remember Mm. the cops had to go on the offensive suddenly suddenly as always the cops needed a reason to go on the offense and start cracking some heads by the way where are these dead cops remember remember these injured cops when the evil empire was supposed to hook up with the bloods and the crips and the black gorillas and they were gonna go kill all the cops where are the dead cops they couldn't kill one that's a pretty low bar that is man it's almost as if they made the whole thing up i don't know maybe i'm crazy anyway uh sister soldier says right you brought me to tears when explaining why you love black women if only more black men felt this way i'm lucky to have a husband and karen is lucky and deserving to have you and vice versa of course smiley face thanks sister soldier thank you that underscore mitch says i love the show keep up the great work riding karen you know i live in the hampton roads area where pat robinson is from and you know sometimes i think he's a poor representation of christianity sometimes all the time (laughs) i hope i don't know i hope he's a poor representation i hope he's not an accurate representation me either Mm -mm. some of the things he says on that show are not christ-like at all secondly rod norfolk is pronounced norfolk uh and he took the o out of flk that uh just pretend like the second o isn't there lol uh well flk would sound like flick so norfolk i don't know about that buddy <laughs> i don't got the accent it's no folk fl makes a different sound yes it does uh hearing people from outside the area say it cracks me up every time again i love the show well then why would you want me to start to change how i say it yeah. if it cracks you up every time don't you want to laugh buddy i know i would no folk no folk no folk come on buddy <laughs> laugh it up uh prince Laurent says the reason why a lot of black people don't support black women a lot of black i guess he meant men he yeah just i'm black. assuming men the reason why a lot of black men don't support black women is because they see them as competition that is compounded by the fact that they're losing that competition my cousin tried to explain to me why we should not celebrate the success of a black of black women uh he reasoned that 
white men were elevating black women at the expense of black men to make black women believe they don't need a man and these black women are falling for this tactic destroying the black family and is using their position to discourage young black men making them submissive i looked around the room and every other nigga in the room was nodding like they just heard dr king speak <laughs> god damn i don't know what hotel nigga he got that from but it's uh destructive as hell also basic misogyny makes black men believe all the racist actions and venom is directly at them and not black women at all yeah i've seen that so many times meanwhile you look on the fucking front row the front lines of who's fighting this battle and this black women everywhere there's no excuse to all not. types of leadership position because guess what your ass ain't there yeah there's no excuse not to see that you know uh black women operate in a totally different manner for example i was in the airport in newark new jersey and i needed and i need information on which train goes to princeton i was interviewing at princeton at princeton for the molecularly bi- molecular biology phd program there was a humble brag there was a group of three black women working near the station so i went to them when they found out where i was going they started partying they've helped other students that day and i was the first black male student they've seen they were so overjoyed and they didn't even know me they were just happy to see a black man doing well same thing happened when i interviewed at university of chicago two young black women were running the shuttle and they were so proud yeah man i just haven't had this negative experience with black women as so many people claim to have you know but i also don't give off that weak ass nigga vibe either you know and i don't need my i don't constantly need my ego stroked and fucking told that i'm the greatest person ever in order to be friends with you or to you know like a goddamn human being yeah like god so i don't i think part of my experience is different because i i haven't had necessarily the same shortcomings in life as certain people and you know there's certain dudes i don't like and don't kick it with because i see the the hole inside of them that they need filled and it, it's all put into me because i'm like damn you at, at your core you're really just an insecure ass immature nigga mm-hmm. and i think a lot of them take that as like well black women don't like me it's like no nobody should like you you're an unlikable person right and people see that because also it's just one of those things too where um people act like black women especially people that are like there are black people that don't believe that black people should date outside of their race yeah. and black people at a higher percentage are most likely to date within their race and it's one of those things where people act like if i'm a black woman and i'm attracted to black men that i have to take you because you're a black man that i'm not intelligent enough or smart enough to see your incompetence to see your insecurities to see that uh you're not strong like i'm just supposed to just deal with all your imperfections but you're not supposed to deal with mine it 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 doesn't work that way i'm supposed to to love you and care for you and be there for you and turn around and deal with your misogyny turn around and deal with you talking about how i'm um not as intelligent as you and also i think too a lot of uh these weak ass niggas have a problem because uh statistically a lot of black women are more educated than black men a lot of men have issues with that which means a lot of times they make more money and you have these weak ass niggas that think you know women make more money than me you know she don't need no man there's something wrong with her but at the end of the day it's nothing wrong with me all the problems stem from you and it's something about people looking within themselves that they don't want to do because if you look within yourself you have to challenge yourself and guess what be a better motherfucking person yeah uh, yeah i just think a lot of people need their ego stroke yes you know like i see dudes that like for the way that society would label gender 
i when i'm talking to them i feel like i'm stereotypically talking to a woman you know what i mean and all the 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 negative stereotypes that we have for women that we're constantly putting them in boxes with well i'm just like so i gotta spend this whole conversation stroking your ego you know like trying to fill this hole inside of you that somehow has been put here and i don't know how to do that not just because you're a dude i wouldn't do this for anybody you know what i mean like woman man i don't give a fuck i can't spend a whole conversation making shit about you but there's a lot of people that's a society not just men not just men a lot of women everybody has just bought into this idea that this is what you need mm-hmm. men need that ego stroke i was looking at this um promotion that someone had on facebook and it was crazy um i put the picture it was so crazy i put the picture on our facebook page for black Tips facebook mm-hmm. here we come do not miss your chance to become a certified wife what your mama would have told you if she were a nice combo of italian somalian french moroccan japanese indian cameroonian villa swelling everything except african-american by the way it's african-american woman that's promoting this every woman needs this before even dating new orleans orlando paris next graceofwoman.com there are hundreds of wife duties not just for become a certified wife lineage building these are the, the things they offer husband empowerment okay count that is one towards you know trying to stroke a man's ego husband empowerment you need to empower your husband family representation child rearing reputation sculpting i'm gonna count that as two because reputation sculpting sounds a lot like what you need to do to make your man uh not be intimidated by you mm-hmm. like you know sexually and shit like uh reputation don't don't look like a whore uh marriage negotiations i'll add that as number three uh wealth building man charming that's number four so much more so there's like three or four things on that that just seem really to gener- to be about a man right and then the title is institute of feminine grace and i'm like that like there's a woman that is selling that to people mm-hmm. and women that are paying for it and there are women that are paying for it mm-hmm. that's why people and be- it's mostly about stroking some niggas ego right you know none of this really is about the, the things that would make a woman better okay. as a person right and it's the same bullshit that steve harvey pumps out it's the same bullshit as a lot of these books that come out it's never um how to make you a better person how your growth a lot of it is you ain't shit you know or either a lot of it is this is how you quote unquote trick a man this is what you got to do to make him love you and all this other bull and 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 to me the, the whole genre just fucking irritates me yeah so yeah they got their own website and everything man so anyway all that to say you know i think a lot of people have problems around women and then society's just become about making those people feel like they like that you're not the problem the women are the problem and you know some people buy into it kyle says apparently some black men hold the belief that racism only affects them and not anybody else in the black community yeah i've seen that a lot like anytime a black woman's talking about uh stuff in uh Fer- ferguson or baltimore or wherever there's a constantly especially if they bring up that there's black women leadership that they're organizing events right there, there's constant there's these certain type of niggas that are threatened by that you know well then if it's a problem why ain't you there if it's a problem why ain't right you right they never there but right. they always want to be now. considered the, the key the you like if you said 
black people are being killed by the police there's certain people that come in and go no black men are being killed by the police it's like well that just means you haven't done any research and every time a black woman is killed by police you just ignore it and that's why you don't know (laughs) right that's all you told me all you told me is that you specifically only care if it's a man and what does that mean if cops ever did stop killing black men um then those black men would stop caring they wouldn't care that they were killing black women right you would do the same thing that a lot of these white feminists do as soon as a lot of soon as soon as they get equal pay fuck everybody else's agenda right and as soon as if, if overnight they stop killing black men a lot uh, uh, a percentage of them could give a fuck about the black women dying kyle says apparently some black men hold to believe that racism only affects them and not everybody else in the community uh not is it not only is it not true but almost everything black males face black women face too including police brutality and mass incarceration this is why i try not to frame police brutality as an issue that only affects black men because even people who know better do so accidentally it happens all the time by accident i, I do it accidentally all the time i'm like another black man got shot and i'm in my mind i'm thinking a black person you know and i try to correct myself when i can but it is hard to you know because just because of how things have been basically um how we've been conditioned our whole lives right and in regard to adam sandler everything he has been accused of sounds like something he would do granted vanilla ice who stars in the movie did come out in defense of him and that has to count for something right i hope jl covan does a sketch of this (laughs) i hear you cal (laughs) sugar bay says monique i love lee and i wish him nothing but the best monique's angry translator i hate this lying ass motherfucking nigga fuck him fuck hollywood fuck everything (laughs) <laughs> and the poll was uh will title ultimately fail that's jay-z's new um app yes it'll be out of business soon 40 percent of our audience says yeah no it'll stay around for the long run 60 percent of our audience says yeah it'll stay around for the long run i think it will too <clears throat> well he does seem to have long-term goals with it and mm-hmm. not just uh some short-term bullshit so you and know. he invested that much into it for him to fold like I, I even if it does fold it'll be it'll be years from now i don't think it's gonna be tomorrow or next week uh the next episode was called well just call him uh, that was episode 40 i didn't have the proper words for black man lip smack <laughs> but that would have been the, the title of it um and then we had two comments um prince Laurent says i need seeing that i i need to see that black councilman to stay i need that black councilman to stay in office until he die something you sometimes you got to put the cards on the table and see what happens aaron burnett didn't know how to handle that reaction and that is not the only news segment he did that day the following link is a shorter clip under a minute of him with ashley bansfield later in the day keep in mind that bansfield was everyone's progressive hero back in the day and pay attention to the man's face while she is talking the name of the video kind of says it all oh oh we're gonna play this later on the show anyway on a different episode okay so, but yeah he got scolded for saying the n-word later by a white woman right uh and then damian jones wrote this i wrote this on facebook this morning saturday being tired of the colorblind bs that some people are spouting i got on my mini eric michael eric dyson shit here so i apologize for the limp hey man i'm not reading this no offense that was for your facebook page you know what i'm saying like you know this is not really reference to the podcast or anything directly that we said and if you're frustrated with your facebook folks that's cool but you gotta keep that shit on facebook man 
all right make my job harder reading long because it's long as shit by the way and uh i don't i don't i don't like reading michael eric dyson <laughs> style stuff i read that because it was petty and long and and the petty outweighed the long you see what i'm saying okay so if you you know if you were michael eric dyson you were talking shit about cornell west i would read all that yes we would uh, probably not on the show i didn't even read michael eric dyson shit on the show y'all you summarized it i read y'all the highlights because that's my job uh should miss piggy be given an award for feminine and that's no disrespect to damien no it's not sweetie you know and that's for everybody i don't like when people leave us four minute voicemails about how their day is going i don't give a fuck about that uh should miss piggy be given an award for feminism yes that makes sense noah's insulting the real women because she was offered an award for feminism ones that real women have gotten 12 percent says yes that makes sense she's a feminist icon which means 88 percent of y'all and i agree with y'all it's kind of insulting the real women mm-hmm. like eh, real people did real shit and you're a fucking cartoon no thanks and not even some feminist cartoon that promotes all the shit it's just you're a muppet yeah it's just funny classic says nah because it's still a man's hand up her ass i don't know if that's how muppets still work Ah. i don't care i don't care i don't care then he said miss piggy getting a feminism award is like giving dumb donald an naacp image award love y'all peace miss piggy says you fucking biggest (laughs) are you insinuating that moi is not a real woman and what do you do what do you mean by puppet see this is why i can't stand niggers oops i mean thugs (laughs) that's the other thing i always knew miss piggy was racist <laughs> so i ain't, i don't want to see her win shit i don't know if she's seen racist i don't care if she is dating a frog maybe she think he wanted the good ones she might mm-hmm. well he did say it's not easy being green and mm-hmm. she was part of the problem yep she made his life hard uh we had uh, comments for break baby bastards episode 941 mail from good and terrible was on this episode mm-hmm. uh b blizzak says hey rod and karen just letting you know that i really enjoyed this episode tbgwt and friends really came through one of the many reasons i look forward to this episode was to hear the jokes you had ready for the tom and marjorie scene and the margin marjorie and cersei scene and you did not disappoint please pass on my regards to j trill tell that nigga that b blizzak supports his ratchetness and you're also hysterical guest mail from good and terrible podcast when i get the chance i need to check your archives and see the audio visual version of this episode and watch this readjustment justin was referring to during the hashtag them throne segment no disrespect peace y'all be <laughs> thank you man appreciate you listening and i'm sure justin who doesn't listen will appreciate this ray lewis speech was the poll totally out of line and absurd i'm scared of him and reasonable and nuanced uh, i spelled reasonable wrong great anyway <laughs> totally out of line and absurd 51 percent of people say it's totally out of line and absurd mm-hmm. i'm scared of him 37 percent of y'all are scared of him surprise that number's not high why didn't that get 100 percent of the poll right, i'm in that group and reasonable and nuanced 11.6 was said 12 percent of y'all thought that no comments on that one um let's go to the voicemail line um oh it would help if i had the voicemail program open so that would be a thing that would help show out tremendously wouldn't it (laughs) um and while we wait for that to pop up um maybe we can uh listen to a song or something Mm, i don't know something play me out guys the only way I've, I've been practicing my whole life to live my life is to be responsible for what I do. I 
guide you. I don't know how to be responsible for what every black male did. I don't know. I guess I am gonna say that I'm a thug. That's because I came from the gutter and I'm still here. I'm a motherfucking thug. I hate paying tax, just hate I'm trying to fuck a couple acts. Found God that I'm mate. I'm a mate. Alright, here we go, here we go. Got some voicemails. We got five of them. Hmm, that's a lot. Let's see what's going on with these. Hey, Ryan and Cameron. Uh, this is Tara Hawk. Uh, you know, just a listener of the show. And I was halfway listening to the uh, feedback episode from uh, last Saturday, since this is going to be the new week Saturday. And I'm, Rob, I'm still on your side. I, I do not understand what anybody who supports Danny's decision why you support it. I, I just don't understand. These, the person who was killed not only wanted the old system back, but was killing your soldiers and was planning to kill you, Danny. So you thought a smart thing to do, because somebody who's been in slavery knows, is to kill the slaver for killing a slave owner. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, this is not Khaleesi. Because when Khaleesi came into the city, she killed off anybody who wanted the old system back and put their head on a pike to show everyone else that we're not going to the, to the old system. we about freedom. And now she's busy negotiating. I, I really don't understand why anybody is on her side. I'm confused. Why, why would you be on her side? It, it just doesn't make any sense. For fairness, between the person who was enslaved and the person who enslaved other people, I'm going to be on the person who was a slave side all the time. I'm going to be on their side. She could have nipped this in the butt and killed that guy in front of everybody and said, listen, if you support the son of the harpies, I'm going to cut your head off, I'm going to put your head on a pike, and then I'm going to put a mask. On the, on the other side, on the back of your head, so your head spins so people could see I killed both of y'all. But, you know, that's just me. Anyway, I'll talk to y'all later. Have a great one. Peace. Peace. I agree 100%, Tara Hawk, and I think Karen understands that she was wrong now that you uh, <laughs> came through and explained it. <laughs> now you gonna let them kill the That's like coming in and killing the people that ride it in Baltimore, acting like that's justice. Like, no, nigga, what about the first thing? That's what happened first. That's what we mad about. <laughs> remember, they killed your soldiers. They killing us. Remember, they gonna kill our babies. Oh, you too good. You ain't from the streets no more. Got mm-hmm. it. Mm-mm. We some thugs now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, people do dragons. What you talking about? One thug. Hey, Robin Karen. This is Josie. I was just listening to episode 938. And when y'all told told everybody that y'all hit the gays it took a lot out of me not to overdraw my account and give y'all some money it works <laughs> i like gay people at least i thought i did because y'all said y'all hating them and then i want to donate we gotta get this jet we gotta get this jet <laughs> <laughs> all right i love y'all y'all have a great time and keep entertaining everybody i will donate when i get a chance i love you again peace out 
Peace. Peace. Thanks, Jodeci. Thank you. You know what's funny is that we did get a lot of people that signed up this week for some reason. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was that anti-gay rant. That, and uh, it pays off. Maybe maybe we need to set up a GoFundMe. Right. Yes, uh, good morning, Rod and uh, Karen. This is um, Travis calling from Miami. Uh, love the show. Uh, keep me awake at night. Uh, so, you know, doing a great job. I, I was calling to uh, refer about the uh, the lady, the, the mom who was uh, beating up the kid at the riot. <laughs> had a hoodie on. So crazy how the media, uh, you know, you know, seemed like the media never seen anything like that. But uh, it wasn't for the riot. If it was, it was, if it was something else, they would have saying that. Oh, look at his mom beating up her kids, and and you know that's not right. Remember a couple of months ago when they talking about um, um, I forgot the football player name. He beat up the little beat up the little kid, and people was outraged about it. Now this mom beating up her kid in public, and you know news media said, oh, she's a good mom and she's doing her job, but uh, you know she's disciplining her kid. But you know if it wasn't for the right, they would have said something else. It's crazy. And um, and for the uh, mayor of Baltimore, she's doing a horrible job, man. The state attorney of the Baltimore, she's, I think she should be the mayor. You know, she's doing a wonderful job. And so, you know, it's, it's crazy over there. And Don Lemon, man, he, Don Lemon, he, he gave the worst interview. He didn't ask the mayor anything about, you know, she was raised in Baltimore. You don't ask the mayor anything about the uh, racism that's going on. You know, she, he didn't ask anything about the racism that's going on in Baltimore or anything. He asked him the same question over and over. So, you know, they had the right to walk away, but it was a terrible interview. He's the worst. But uh love the show and uh, y'all doing a good job and uh I'm keep on listening, spread the good you know, spread it around so uh have a nice day. Peace out. Peace. Uh yeah. Um I just think it's funny because any other time that a black woman would be putting her hands on her kids, it would be shown as a pathology of why black people are inferior. Mm-hmm. And why our parenting skills are subpar mm-hmm. and why our children are not well behaved and our children are bad. They'd also point out to the fact that the father wasn't in there. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch mm-hmm. of negative things. Um, but because people are so, have so much animus towards the rioters or, and not even just the rioters, cause I, I don't even think that kid was a rioter, quote unquote, Mm-mm. but towards the protesters. Mm-hmm um you know that like because that's what's going on you have people that are bigging up her because they don't want to see civil unrest and they don't want to see people protesting and then they're masquerading it around as oh yeah that uh you know that you know they're masquerading it around as this is good parenting but you don't believe it's good parenting any other time and you don't believe it's good parenting for anybody other than black parents that because they're hitting black kids you know we don't like if we saw a video of a white person hitting their kid like that we'd be like oh yeah child abuse person abusing their child you know and i think is to me i'm not even condemning her as a person it's something that to me the hypocrisy of celebrating it one way but not the other is weird and i refuse to celebrate it because even at best it's just her desperate attempt to keep her son alive from the very police that killed freddie gray right she's just trying to keep him out of any altercation that would come his way 
so you know that's that's how i see it i I never saw it as something to to celebrate uh and if anything it feels voyeuristic like we just peeked inside someone's house and it feels very desperate for her to have to do it like just like a riot how i don't like watching the riots Mm -mm. i don't like watching that either because it's desperation Mm -hmm. Right. You know, I've never, you know, there was also that clip I remember where the guy caught that, that kid on Facebook and beat him in front of the, the webcam and posted a video online. And it was like he was the uncle of that kid. That kid died later. He died. He, he got shot. He got killed out in the streets. Ass whooping doesn't mean anything sometimes. Correct. These grandiose displays of parenting, not necessarily the thing that actually makes you a good day to day parent. You know, if you have to physically assault your kid, and and let's be let's be clear about what was happening. She was punching him in his motherfucking face. Mm-hmm. Like this wasn't like a spanking. Mm-mm. She fought him like a fucking man. You know, so to see people, to see the same people that admonish our community as bad parenting, applaud that shit was weird to watch, and I cannot co-sign it and i i can't i don't find any glee or joy in that at all nope it's creepy listening to the newscast when they tried to find glee and joy in it it's nothing funny about it you're, you're broadcasting our pain for the public and you think it's fucking funny right why don't you laugh at when they burn down the cvs oh well that's not funny because violence against the cvs is way worse than violence against a kid because the cvs isn't black <laughs> you know what i mean it's just a mm-hmm. weird line to draw man like you know I, I i don't know it just felt like they were laughing at her and laughing at the community they were um you know and even when they were interviewing her it's almost like they were interviewing her hoping she'd come out and be like yeah I'm, i whooped his ass and i'm proud i whooped his ass because he need to learn and that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna whoop his ass like they wanted that and what they really got in most cases was her being like yeah i'm scared for his life right and the question they need to be asking is why does she need to be so scared for her his life that she's willing to harm him before someone can harm him worse and that's someone being the pd right you know what i mean so it's it's very interesting man and i and i did see someone say that she was arrested um by child services on on friday but i saw it on facebook and the link from the source was not trustworthy and you know that thing on facebook is the devil now where they have the fake news sites and people post it and then your facebook free it looks real uh that's real especially if you're using your phone yeah and i couldn't find a reputable source to say that one way or the other so if anybody can find a reputable source to say that she was jailed then i might check it out but yeah the, the the shit i saw was all like yeah, you know not high daily type links and shit so nah. that shit's annoying uh but yeah thank you for the for the call mm-hmm. um next voicemail hey what's going on rod and karen um this is will here um and i just want to let y'all know i really really appreciate everything y'all been doing as far as podcasting this week um i really appreciate it man this it's really good to hear black voices and uh um while I'm talking about black voices, man, I don't I don't know if y'all heard about this this show or not. You know, it's called the Black Astronauts, man. Uh, BlackAstronauts.com, and uh, what they do, they talk about you know like life and relationships and politics and you know everything in between. Um, I don't know if you heard them or not. So what what I I, I appreciate everything you're doing for us. So what I'm gonna do, 
you know, I wanted to let you know about them as a service to you. Um, so, you know, just come in. As a matter of fact, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Puffy size spider makes us want to cuddle. Well, I thought it was cute, too. You didn't think it was cute? The Goliath bird eater, world's largest spider. <laughs> Yo, that thing is dope. It is literally, and when you look at this picture, it is in the rainforest of Guyana. Uh, yeah. It is really the size of a fucking puppy. Yo, uh, that, that nigga's name hey. is Goliath. That sounds like a fucking Mastodon song. Yo, like, no. flip not being <laughs> like awesome. Hold on. Hell no. Yo, right. <laughs> two, hey, two places I will never, you will never have to worry about me ever going is fucking as that place. In Australia, or Australia, like I'm never going there, ever, because everything in those two places can kill you. This shit is crazy, yeah. man. I saw a kangaroo choke somebody out MMA style. Damn. Yo, man, <laughs> everything good. in Australia can kill you. <laughs> you know what Australia really was in the first place? Though? It was a fucking prison college. Yeah. It was a jail. It was yes. a jail. It was fucking um, what movie was that? Like seven of them. A koala bear will maul your motherfucking face in. Yeah, be so cute. So cute. I I I take this spider home. That spider is adorable. That uh, that spider is ginormous. If I ever that child, it's like a little cute kawaii uh, anime spider. It has like big eyes. That spider will take you home. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come on over to my place. Hey, hey, hey! Pause. Hold. Pause real quick. That spider does look like he sings that song. <laughs> Come on, girl. <laughs> Turn off the lights. <laughs> Turn them off. <laughs> that, hey, hey, I'm gonna put that as that picture might be the show, the show, uh, the show picture. Put, 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 put the <laughs> the that is the funniest thing you will ever say. <laughs> shit, <laughs> dude, God damn, infamy just for that shit. Oh shit, that was hilarious. <laughs> CJ, uh, CJ, can I drop that spider off at your crib? Absolutely not. Absolutely, I don't know. This thing is adorable. I don't. Think I don't think it's cute at all. Hey, CJ, hey CJ, you kind of small. Like you, you like a shorter uh, lady, right? You could probably ride that motherfucker. Pull up hey. to the school. Pull up to the school in a motherfucking new, a fresh new spider. Fresh <laughs> spider, like y'all ain't got this. Hey, y'all ain't got this. Hey, man. So I really just wanted you to, you know, check them out. You know, I appreciate you for giving me the platform to really speak about, you know, all this blackness going on. And, uh, you know, I, I, I am a listener, so I do want to take the time to thank you for your shows. All right. All right, then, man. Peace. Peace. <laughs> um, th- Thank you for your voicemail. Oh, there's one backstory behind that. Remember when we got the call from somebody a couple of weeks ago? Where they were, they were like, I'm a big fan. I've been listening to the show. By the way, if you're in the black podcast, you might want to check out my show. And then we got this show and they got these people on there and they got a lady show and then they got this show and they got the hip hop show. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that person, I was listening to black astronauts this morning and that person left a voicemail on their show, the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess they go around to the different the black podcasts podcast. with phone lines and leaving the same ass thing like they probably don't even listen to our shows mm-hmm. like they probably just say that shit just to be like you know i said it you know right so um i so i was like um uh, so i called them and left a message today 
doing the same exact thing <laughs> so aaron got me basically sending got us back all right oh and uh that's hilarious <laughs> uh last voicemail what's up ron and karen uh mainly in response to a small movie reviews so, um avengers and i'm not gonna spoil anything in the phone call it's just that um the fight in Johannesburg between the Hulkbuster and Iron Man and your observations as far as who that fuck he was for, either for fans or for the creator of that movie. I think he's spot on for that. And uh, mm-hmm. I was just surprised that, you know how they say the stakes are going to get higher and, and a, sac- a sacrifice is going to be made after seeing 32 years old, years of seeing horror movies and the f- uh, first class and and uh, Days of Future Past have fucking traumatized me. What I thought was going to happen, I, what happened actually had some weight to it. So I was actually, I didn't see that coming, if you can get what I'm saying for that. But overall, it, it was a dope-ass movie. You're absolutely right. But there's certain moments where you had to be like, you know it's a fireworks movie. This is a big tent pole blockbuster uh, popcorn film and some shit you just have to be like uh, okay, okay uh, uh, fuck it I'm alone with it I'm alone with it it's not necessarily do you have to feel like you have to shut your brain off to watch movies like this but the, this had made some certain decisions I'm like uh, I guess you gonna just throw it in there real roll with it fuck with it fuck it I fuck with it but still awesome alright love the show and the commentary on race I'll just say this I, I tried to talk to a former friend of mine in the conversation where it went as far as Freddie Gray and all that, all of a sudden he's telling me that I'm a racist because I won't let him call me a nigga. And the reason why the news uh, looks at black people like thugs is because the majority of them act like it. The biggest shock to that is my black roommate was co-signing everything he fucking said. I don't talk to this dude anymore, but I have to live with my roommate. There, there, there's the discussion of race. Anyway, um, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, niggas. <laughs> All right, dog. Damn. Peace. Couldn't live with that nigga. I know that much. Um, yeah, not gonna open the voicemails up. I mean, the the phone lines up today just because uh, I'm trying to get out of here in the interest of time. No problem. But uh, we do got to read these emails before we get out of here. Mm-hmm. Twelve minutes. This is by Terry in Florida. Hey, Karen and Rod, I'm listening to episode nine thirty nine right now. Karen just went on a 12 minute rant. Nigga, I love you, Karen. That's all for now. Back to listening, Terry in Florida. I love you too, and I didn't realize it was 12 minutes, y'all. I, I just had to get that on my chest. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't game plan for any of that. No. Like, I had topics and shit I wanted to cover. I was just like, oh, we're doing this now. We sure was, because the, the thing about it, y'all, is that I've been had been watching it and Roger had been watching it's something that we really hadn't talked about I hadn't really posted anything or put anything on social media so a lot of that a lot of what you were feeling was just my raw real expression to it like a lot of times like I said we we actually don't talk about things when they first happen because you want to digest it you want to see what's happening you kind of want to process it mentally before you get before sometimes you give your raw opinion uh, so that was like really my first time speaking out about it and i didn't realize it was that long yeah it's all good i just sit back and let it happen what are you gonna do you know it's all good <laughs> stuff and uh it's all stuff i was thinking anyway you know so 
makes my job easier laverne cox this is uh the email title by shana hey karen and rod thank you both for addressing the laverne cox allure cover on the show i think sometimes the lgbt community can be very insular so we miss out on how these conversations are going outside the community thanks to tbgwt and ignoring twitter i can live in the fantasy world where most people are talking about it reasonably except wacky right-wing feminists also thank you karen for mentioning briefly that trans women are also marginalized in the lgbt community Mm -hmm. this is being painted as an lgbt versus straight people issue when in reality it's about trans women having their moment and we need to give them the space to do that right yeah um yeah i know that i don't know the whole ins and outs of that network but Mm -mm. that woman that um elon and them were arguing with um that wrote that horrible piece about um laverne cox Mm -hmm. i know that uh she was framing it like if you don't agree with her then you don't agree with lesbians and real lesbians know that the trans people are presented a lie by faking their gender so yeah it's definitely more complex than just straight people versus gay in this situation uh she goes on to say i love laverne cox last year she went on a college speaking tour and came to the university where i work to talk what people might not know is that she is really smart very well read and incredibly insightful she talked at length about the fact that for many people it means a lot of them uh, a lot to them to identify her as not only a man but as a black man she was also very clear that these acts of violence that are meant to paint her as w- the one who is dangerous and she put this in the larger context of racism and police brutality it was really amazing i i look at it like that too because in my mind it is all connected it is all i i bunch all that in the same genre that's why i have sympathy and empathy that's why i can look across the board and you can tell a lot of the divisions a lot of the in community divisions in a lot of these groups is because i look at everything from that perspective and if it makes sense in that perspective it makes sense in these other groups to me yeah it makes sense um but more importantly for tbgwt purposes she is funny as hell she told this great joke about how her third grade teacher told her mother that she was going to end up in new orleans in a dress if she didn't get her son together (laughs) then she said and what do you know i spoke it to lane just last week in a lovely green dress much love to the show as always for giving us space to have these conversations with you until next time shana thank you sweetie uh alabama marriage contract bring to bring order out of chaos gets okay what up rod and karen this is from trojan scooter uh what up rod and karen i was reading the local news and saw this story at first glance i like the idea however as an alabamian would tell you the devil's in the details specifically who receives money associated with fees and whether or not people can discriminate as things progress i will keep you guys posted but i thought i would share this with with you alabama marriage contract bill to bring order out of chaos gets okay um what is this legislation changing a marriage license in the state of alabama to a legal contract received approval today in the senate judicial committee the purpose of senate bill 377 is to is to bring order out of chaos bill sponsor senator greg al Britton said alluding to confusion surrounding same-sex marriage when it was temporarily legalized in alabama in february 
the republican senator from our britain said the bill will take the state out of sanctifying marriages and the probate office wouldn't issue a marriage license the legislation wouldn't even require a couple to have a wedding the sanctum the sanctity of marriage cannot be sanctified by government of men that is where we have gotten ourselves in trouble all britain's bill would require couples wanting to be married to enter to a properly executed contract witnessed by two adults the contract would then be filed with the probate office if passed he said the marriage contract process wouldn't change if same-sex marriage became legal again at the supreme court decision senator phil williams republican rainbow city asked why the bill included a fee increase albert responded saying the intent of raising the fee from 50 to 75 was to garner support the additional fee would go to the state general state's general fund not to the county where the contract is filed a public hearing was originally shared a uh, scheduled as the legislation today but it was pulled after no opponents to the bill chose to speak the legislation can now be considered on the senate floor well we'll see um uh, yeah it does sound kind of like it could have back it could backfire at some point wolfgang writes in with the uh, fucking long ass what the fuck dog four youtube videos attached to this shit bruh oh god damn it you don't even speak english man how can you write this much in this well regarding the baltimore rise wolfgang this is that dude that's a men's right activist from like germany or something mm-hmm. dear rod and karen i try to be as brief as possible you are not trying very hard <laughs> don't even bullshit me anymore i can see that you're lying because i can read the rest of the email i try to be as brief about this as possible but i'm still shaking in german so try not to hold any errors against me as i write this i've been in my city's first pre-first of may demonstration and i caught a baton to the side of my head nothing worse than a welt and a bit of a bruise remains so don't worry thank thank whichever god was responsible for the legendary thick-headedness of the nordic people smiley face number one i understand your reaction especially karen's from a german perspective all i can do is offer some logic if we are supposed to judge the police not by the worst of their excesses but by the cop hundreds of cops that are just regular people that do their job well why exactly is it that we are supposed to judge reactions in baltimore not by the thousands of protesters that were perfectly normal and peaceful but by the few crazies that came out and ride that rioted and looted yeah and i go so far as say no, i wouldn't call those people crazy number two i do not know if you have covered the following angle as uh i witnessed the baltimore riots didn't start the way you think they did yeah i heard about this where i think we did talk about that um they canceled school basically a past school come out early mm-hmm. and um the police basically inflamed the tent situation because the kids didn't have a way home at the time and mm-hmm. they showed up at the the police showed up at the mundow mall mundown in the mall and uh at three and basically kind of uh blockaded the kids in and shit so you know it's like how you gonna get home and all this shit um police were forcing buses to stop and unload all their passengers so pete so basically people couldn't make it home if you wouldn't yeah near your house you just got dropped off right there then frederick douglas high school students and huge herds were trying to leave on various buses but couldn't catch any because they were all shut down no kids were yet around except about 20 who looked like they were waiting for the police to do something the cops on the other hand went full riot gear marching towards any small social clique of students it looked as if there were hundreds of cops uh see a teacher who wasn't identified told the same story 
about how the school when it's winding there was no rock throwing or anything like that but when the school was winding down many students were leaving early with their parents or they're on the court those who didn't depart early she said were stranded many of the students still at school at this point she noted wanted to get out of the area and avoid any purge like violence some were requesting rides home from teachers but by now it was difficult to leave the school i rode with another teacher home this teacher recalls we had to route i travel around the police and ride gear blocking the road the majority of my students thought that was going well what was going to happen was stupid or were frightened at the very idea very few seen to want to participate in the purge um so yeah it, it goes on um but yeah we have uh, i think we either talked about it or maybe i heard about it somewhere else we talked about that all right so maybe i'm a bit of a conspiracy in that here's my take on that i assume you have a mass of black people that is not yet critical but is growing every day if you let it go critical you will have to take action so you engineer a possibility for a controllable ride and then scare kids as much as possible 90 percent of the kids will not be allowed to protest anymore the parents will keep them at home out of fear of them being killed or worse and you suddenly have only 50 percent of that critical mass my suspicion how it will go out if everything is supposed to be as the media tells us the destruction is really as bad wouldn't it be the first priority to find the kids that first spread the idea of a ride i mean if i if if i with minimal effort can track the development of a hashtag should the police not be able to track when a meme picture hashtag first appeared on social media and what is more important should the police not be able to or should they not be willing to do this well here's the thing that's just social media that you're seeing i don't think these kids were hashtagging it before you know shit started burning down or before the cops showed up and Mm -hmm. all that Mm -hmm. not everybody's on the internet so i don't know if they would be able to track that down or not but that's also the idea that this ride is some sort of organized thing that right everybody decided okay at 9 p.m we're gonna burn down cvs and that's just not how it happens Mm -mm. i suspect that you can call me a conspiracy theorist all you want uh that the ones that first circulated it will either never be caught or the chance that they are they will be the kind of kids that everybody sees has had the misfortune of having signed one plea deal too many and basically operating under direct orders of the police are not allowed to tell anything or their plea deal gets revoked um yeah i have no idea i mean that's a nice theory but you know i I have no idea i feel like i don't think that the that that shit burned down because there had to be a conspiracy by the police no i feel like i'm angry enough to burn shit down why wouldn't these kids be ain't that the truth you know i don't you know anyway i, I think you're underestimating the amount of anger that we have as a society it's a right lot. now it's a lot baby it's uh, a whole hell of a lot every time i read about another and it, and it's every 28 hours another black person being killed by the cops i can't help myself i get angry so yep if it was in my city if it was someone i knew if it was someone i can relate to or you know who knows who knows man i i think I'm, and i'm at an age where i'm i'm able to comfortably say i i wouldn't want to go do something like that but if i felt like i was young and had nothing to lose why wouldn't i i'm trying to tell you if i was at fairville state university some shit like that popped up in fairville yeah i i, I would probably be out there mad and angry and protesting t- i'm not even gonna lie and protesting too if it happened while i was of that age yeah <clears throat> number three the tax money is paying you to do they motherfucking job karen quote two thumbs up to this saved as one of my favorite sound bites number four still using karen as a model of what an american accent actually sounds like when i teach my students can you believe they now actually pay me to teach english 
so whenever someone goes oh rod you so smooth you like a luther vandross of podcasting but actually listening comprehension sessions based on listening to karen that they pay for so karen you are now literally a textbook example of a beautiful accent and everyone who says otherwise is just jelly because their accent sounds horrible <laughs> thank you that's right karen is being taught in classes <laughs> overseas and everybody upset with that is peanut butter and jealous <laughs> number five and logically speaking why do you call what happened in baltimore rise at all let me attach an article and a video and another video and another video and i guess it's just yeah just clips of uh yeah other mm-hmm. clips mm-hmm. this is what eyes of germany used to have at least once per year in all major cities on the first of may and it, this is what we expect at least once a year we demonstrate for workers rights so i guess they they I don't have know. They have riots too. Right. So either Germany is a fucked up crazy country, Europe knows how to riot, or the U.S. makes a fucking elephant out of the most demure, well-behaved demonstration I've seen in years. In total, keep up the good work, Rod. Let that beard grow. Care your accent is textbook beautiful, and keep the ratchet coming because by the time I return from tomorrow's riots, most likely I will have to sit down for a bit and would appreciate a bit of lightheartedness, hardness, and jokery. As a Russian author said, for it is easier to kill the light within oneself than to scatter the darkness around. Well, thanks. I can't even believe I read all that. Thank you, you fucking, sweetie. You really owe me, buddy. <laughs> <clears throat> Stephen H. says, simple thank you. Rod and Karen, I just wanted to commend y'all on such amazing shows this week. With all that's ha- what's happening and how bad much of the media coverage has been in Baltimore, Maryland, just thank you for cutting through the bullshit. Also, excellent recaps on Ex Machina and Age of Ultron. Peace thank you appreciate you adrian writes in feedback dear brother what up rod and karen i hope i keep i mean i hope i get this email sent before the feedback show starts and i can't write as much because i'm about to see this ultron i just wanted to really quickly say to say to rod i'm glad you lost your job dear brother let me explain oh man <laughs> i recently started watching game of thrones and have love going back through the older tbgwt episodes and hearing them thrones I was happy to get to season three on the show because that's when you two and Patrice and sometimes Justin McGann cover Game of Thrones each week. On the first Game of Thrones episode, you mentioned it had been a few days since you lost your job and Justin was like, me too. You also said that's around the time you and Karen had a discussion about kicking out the premium podcast. I'm so damn happy Karen didn't tell your ass to get another job. It's been fun as hell listening to where and what the show has done since that time. I hope I don't spoil anything for anybody, but later in season three, we find out Jay Trill is an educated black man and not just ratchet. Midway through, <laughs> midway through season four, we have a terrible death. Justin's nose. Because that death, there was the birth of ball. <laughs> because of that death, there was the birth of balls deep. And on one of them Thrones episodes, you mentioned the recording of the first episode. Now y'all are over a hundred. We're exactly at a hundred. I'll write in later with more Game of Thrones praise. I love the show and enjoy it as much as Walking Dead. But I also wanted to show, shout out how you two continue to uplift the podcast community. Through de- through Dem Thrones, we've got to hear Patrice, Nina, Randolph, Beauty Jackson, and I know the list will go on. Yeah, shit. We, yeah, we've got quite a few people on the mm-hmm. review it, man. And yeah, I definitely want to keep spreading the word. Yeah, we're going to keep reaching out to other people, too. Yeah, you got Jeremy from Black Girl Nerds we had mm-hmm. this year. so Mac and D mac and d uh watch tv well i thought that was walking dead that oh, was that, that might have been yeah that, that was walking yeah. dead but but they was on with us to do a recap i've been listening to all their podcasts for a while but you have to credit but i have to credit y'all for helping me find them oh i have an idea to add to the game of thrones spinoff list a cooking show hosted by hot pie <laughs> that boy never gives up the gravy <laughs> 
and one last shout out to karen bars i love how she started watching the show through season three and now we got all the hot takes uh now if we can only get her to watch empire all right y'all i'm going to keep this email positive it'll be cool to hear what the other listeners and you two have to say about the events in baltimore later today on the feedback show keep up the great work i've always saved up to i've already saved up to renew my premium subscription so thanks again for not getting a job ride thanks to the boss karen everybody have a great weekend aj the engineer p.s ultron dear brothers yeah yes. thank you ultron uh t- turning any protest into a ride terrell writes in uh here is the progression of how peaceful protests against police or power structure turn into a riot against the police slash city people are peacefully protesting no cameras around police show up in hostile posture and riot shields people get mad because they have freedom of speech and peaceful assembly if you are protesting the police your peaceful assembly rights have has now been interpreted as unlawful gathering local insurrection by law enforcement that has to immediately stop then the police go on the offense waiting in the trouble putting their hands on unarmed people the police are easily overwhelmed like they didn't know that would happen the police revolt as they as they should don't mean the people revolt as they should because when people with power abuse it naturally causes naturally the people without it are going to be mad once the police start to retreat this is when the cameras come on look at these people they are out of control the media now concentrates solely on what is happening when things start to burn the police get to lie about what led up to it after things got out of control this is reported in the media as the only side of the story there's no after actions independent investigation on what happened or whether any of the police department said it's true or not at at the time that they said it the cause is never covered but only one side of the story of the effect is rather than report on circumstances that led to this happening or focusing on why these people constitutional rights were violated the real victim becomes the businesses that are damaged this is how you legally turn the protest into a riot with the help of the media and the police department yeah man like i said my friend who's in the media was like i hate to see the riots because it means people gonna the media is gonna stop covering whatever caused it and i said well the media never was covering it they sure wasn't they- and the police and the media and the police and the mayor and the police and everybody all have this like reliance upon each other mm-hmm. and because so many people rely on the police i mean how many news stories do you see that are just basically a police report written down you know and a quote from a from a cop like they rely on each other and they trust each other and they in these situations they will always side with the police and they will always side against the protesters and they will always look for any excuse to justify this shit and and i don't give a fuck about how the media sees i get my information from twitter and people on the ground now because when you look at how the media covers it who do you think was responsible for slandering uh, trayvon martin's name who do you think is responsible for for leaking the uh, arrest record of of, of, of of freddie gray come on now who do you think is responsible for that the same media that you claim can't will be distracted if any black person doesn't act in a way that you know comports themselves to how they feel they should be fuck that so no i don't the media needs to do its fucking job and no excuses need to be made for that they if they can't do that job then then they someone else needs to do it for them period so yeah the media is complicit in this shit the police are complicit in this the politicians are complicit in this you know and these are all people that have had hands in the pot of watching these people become marginalized whether it's the media not telling their stories whether it's politicians ignoring them or the city manipulating them for revenue streams and, and marginalizing them to, to a certain section of the city 
yeah they're all complicit so you know if you want to how to turn a protest into a riot i mean it's not even about turning a protest into a riot it's not about the people that come there with with signs saying now i'm gonna start burning shit it's not even that you know they they just turn it into concentrating on the the group of people that burn shit and turn it into that's what it's about and i'm like that's what you were waiting on because you weren't going to talk about the other shit anyway all right man we'll be back uh tomorrow uh where i guess should be if i'm not mistaken uh olivia and g so oh mm-hmm, that's right so we'll see you guys at 10 a.m eastern standard time tomorrow morning until then i love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.